Shalom, 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 Israel. This is the voice that cries out in the wilderness. And this is the second day of the week. I pray that everybody's doing well, brothers and sisters. I pray that we have we are um, in good spirits. In the midst of all this, this nonsense that's going on, I pray that that's where we're at right now. So, um, just just a little quick little update. I actually want to play something for you today um, with the instance of this um, pandemic, a pandemic uh, going on right now. Uh, there's a lot of people, a lot of um, people that are actually coming forward, re- putting stuff on the on the internet about uh, the way they're being treated in the hospitals or people being murdered in the hospitals, the, the healthcare workers uh, doing what they're doing as far as uh, not providing adequate care for these individuals. They've also got information coming out now that the um, that the um, the health they've been told to to list that no matter what anybody is dying from, they're listing it as COVID-19. That's why these numbers are uh, just ridiculous all over the place or they never match no matter what, depending on what news source you hear or whatever, they never match uh, because they're uh, padding the numbers. And I've been saying that before, but more and more that this is the information that's coming out. So I really want to just give you, again, I talked about a couple of, uh, po- a couple of broadcasts ago, back. We talked about uh, pharmakia and uh, pharmaking being sorcery. Now, this is all sorcery. Um, this is all sorcery. Everything about this is, is, um, is um, demonic. If you are of the Most High, you know that He specifically tells us not to deal with sorcery. All right. So, just want to give you one scripture real quick to 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 back up what I'm saying. Um, we know uh, the children of Israel. He were, they were told, brothers and sisters, that to come out of um, not to mess with uh, sorcery, not to mess with witchcraft, not to mess with medium mediums, all that stuff. Uh, but we see something is in the, uh, that's prophesied in the end times. And um, so, so Revelations chapter nine, verse 21 it said, neither repented they or the, of their murders, nor of their sorceries, nor of their fornication, nor of their thefts. All right. And then you also see in the book of Revelation, chapter 18, verse 23. You can read all of that at some point on your own. But it says, and the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee. And the voice of the bridegroom, which is Mashiach, and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee for thy merchants were the great men of the earth for by their sorceries were all nations deceived so we're in that state right now brothers and sisters now let me you know man hey you say hey that's just talking about sorceries who's doing sorceries 
I've talked about this before. The word that they use for sorcery in this uh, passage is, you know, people like to use the strong. So let me give you some strong so you can understand this a little bit. Um, G, which is for Greek, 5331, and it is pharmakia. And I've talked about this before, but this is the use of the administ- or the administering of drugs, poisoning, sorcery, magical arts, often found a connection with idolatry and fostered by it. The deceptions and seductions of idolatry, witchcraft. Okay, so there's a lot more than just you know worshiping a false god. When you look at this, they said the the merchants of the earth, the great men of the earth, for by the sorceries were all nations deceived. Now, I want you to think about that for a second because we've been deceived for a long time by these pharmaceutical companies, these pharmacias. You know, telling you that there's no scientific evidence to say that it's vitamin C or these other drugs or these other vitamins that was given to us from the earth that the Most High has given us, which he said that the stuff he has given us is good. They say there's no scientific evidence that has that says that this stuff can cure or help with ailments. Right. This is what they say. This is the this is the lies. So they put come up with organizations, the World Health Organization. They come up with. The CDC, they come out with, uh, 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 you know, these doctors on television, you know, they give these other doctors and, and not all doctors are bad. So let me just say that, but they give a lot of doctors, um, money to go ahead and, and, um, pro- prescribe, that's what we're looking for, prescribe. Um, pharmaceutical drugs you know a lot of times all they had to do was tell them about how to tell people how to fix their nutrition or things like that now I'm not saying anything against doctors or surgeons I've said this before that if my bone is out my leg I'm probably not going to be able to do that myself I'm going to need some help right but when you prescribe these medications to people you're prescribing them witchcraft. You're prescribing them sorcery. Now, just because of the whole... The word they use. Now, why would they... If that wasn't true, why would they call the pharmaceutical companies something after this word, which all, a lot of these newer languages come from Greek, Latin, English. They were all coming... They all came or derived from Greek. Why would we go ahead and call it that if that's not what we were trying to do? But that's besides the point. Many people are just doing... These are the things that's going on, brothers and sisters. So with this being said, now the pharmaceutical companies are the reason pushing pushing the commercials you see on TV. They're they're putting the advertising dollars in in the television shows that you're watching. Everything that you're seeing on TV is 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 initiated by the pharmaceutical industry whether it be bare aspirin or whatever these these things are put in our face by the pharmaceutical company so from a little information or research that I have done in the past it says they're saying now that the pharmaceutical companies are no longer making money so now the best way to make this money is to give you a vaccine this is a this is very demonic. This vaccine is very demonic, very, very uh, 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 satanic. 
We've, there's been plenty of cases where people have taken vaccines just for the flu, and when two days later they were paralyzed. 800 children in the UK were awarded money because of vaccine, vaccination damage. There's nothing that you, you could go look this up yourself. So they, but they want to push mandatory vaccines on the entire earth, on entire adults. Why? Why? You ask yourself, why? And it's all about population control. It's all about population control. So, understanding that is is the reason, it's, it, it becomes apparent the reasoning behind this false pandemic that has been placed before us. People that are out there, they're, 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 they're uh, uh, protesting this nonsense. They're protesting the fact that we are being forced to not uh, produce, our, you know, we're, they're destroying the economy. You know, we are allowed, we have allowed so much to happen on this earth. We have allowed so much to happen. Now we're faced with something that they are wanting to uh, complete control over the entire earth. And because they have put so much fear in our hearts. I know I've heard of people that don't want to go to work because of this thing is still around. There's so much fear. You don't want to put food on your table. You don't put food in your family's mouth. You don't want to take care of yourself. You'd rather let the government take care of you because you're afraid of this pandemic. Then they make this thing about the Hebrews, the so-called blacks in America, or so-called blacks, the melanated people all over the planet. So much so forth that you hear reports about in China where they're kicking people, kicking Africans out of their homes, not letting them go to the stores. This is what's happening. So it just it just block it just blows my mind, brothers and sisters. It blows my mind. And we gotta be able to not let this stuff control us. Now again, I keep saying, and I've said this before on here. And I'll continue to say this. The Most High is allowing it for this to happen because of mankind's utter rebellion toward his word. Downright rebellion toward his word. So we can't do nothing about that. So we have to do on our end. We have to make sure we're, we're following his, his law, sections and commandments to the best of our ability. Warn people. That's what I'm doing now. That's why I'm crying out. Warn you about the stuff that's going on. Try not to go. To, try to t- try to tell you not to go to the doctor. Try to tell you the diff- different things you can do to protect yourself. Don't listen to what they're saying. Because you can go to the hospital with a stubbed toe, and they're telling you that you have this 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 pandemic, this this crown virus. Okay, so. So this is this is real. This is what's happening right now, brothers and sisters. I've been seeing so much stuff, and I'm gonna keep bringing you, introducing little by little, but to you here and there. So I'm not gonna say too much. But what I wanna do is I wanna take a break, and I wanna go and I wanna play this this clip for you. 
It's a 17 minute. The whole video was or audio was 17 minutes. I I was trying to edit it to take out the beginning, but I was going to give you a little give a little. Um, uh, there's a YouTuber named Papa Duck. I don't know. I've never heard of him before, but I just started finding him. And he's presenting a lot of this information, actually, uh, testimonies from real people talking about this thing, like whether they're hospital workers, what they've experienced about how people are being killed, um, or if it's actual uh, people that have loved ones that have been killed by the hospitals based off of this situation. So this brother, he has a uh, YouTube channel. He goes by Papa Duck. If you hear me, Papa Duck, shout out to you for putting out some, some truth. Um, but he's putting out some information and he's, he's playing an, a video of a brother in the UK whose dad was recently killed in the hospitals for malpractice uh, treatment of, of him. Um, so... I don't want to, I just let him say it, this brother say it to himself, so the first part of this video, or this audio I'm about to play for you is uh, the doctor, or I'm sorry, the uh, the brother on the YouTube channel, he's going to actually go into the um, the testimony of the, you know, of, the, of the gentleman whose dad was uh, taken to the hospital and then killed, murdered, um, and then I'll come back and finish it, I'll wrap this up. I'll be back. I'm gonna say this, man. It's sad, man, what these folks are doing to these people, man. I want y'all to check out this video, man. And I'm telling you, man, please watch it to the end, man. If you got people in the hospital that's in the hospital dealing with any other issues, like they just, they were literally trying to kill people. Check this video out. Let's get it. Hey, this is what Papa Doug, y'all already know, my nigga. Shife on the beat, y'all already motherfucking know what it is. Hey, flex, not bullshit. On Monday, April the 13th, Bank Holiday Monday in the UK, Easter Monday as we call it, I was called by my sister in the UK in London, saying that she got a call from one of the carers who looks after our dad. Our dad is 93 years old. He resides in Northwest London, NW10 to be in fact. Uh, we have two living carers that live with him that maintain his health and so forth, look after him, do all what needs to be done 24 hours a day. Fantastic. We got a call that dad is not seeming to be well. We were told that he had his porridge in the morning and everything was fine. Got up, had his shower, went and had his porridge, had his breakfast, went down to the living room. Um, had his lunch in the afternoon he was feeling a bit queasy and went and lied down but they noticed he kept on feeling worse looking worse so they called my sister who fortunately is a registered nurse who manages her own business her own home care business she rushed down there had on the mask and everything saw what was going on looks like dad was struggling to breathe so um she did what she could, got him comfortable, sat him up, patted his back, got ear into his lungs and basically called the ambulance 
999 and then called me on FaceTime so that I can speak with my dad, informing me what's going on. So um, I started to speak with my dad. I could see that he wasn't 100% as he normally is. And I'm saying, dad, it's me, it's your son. I called my name. Can you hear me? He said, yes. Do you know who it is? He said, yes. I said, it's me. And I called my name and he looked up at me and he smiled. And then uh, thereafter, the ambulance came, the doorbell rang and it, the ambulance men came in, the first responders, and they said, they just want to know, is uh, anybody in the house COVID-19? Uh, my, my sister said, as far as we're aware, no one is. Um, however, my dad seems to have respiratory issues. He's not breathing correctly as he normally does. <clears throat> okay, so they said, well, let's check him. Let's check his temperature. So they checked his temperature. I'm still on FaceTime. I'm, I'm, I'm viewing everything. They checked his temperature. His, te his temperature came in at 36.6 Celsius. Now for anybody in the US, you know, we don't, we don't work on the metric system. So we don't use Celsius, we use Fahrenheit. And I couldn't remember what the Celsius temperature was at 36.6. So I quickly Googled it whilst on FaceTime. That's 98 Fahrenheit. So he didn't have a temperature, long and short of it. So they said, well, look, it, it, let's check his oxygen levels. And his oxygen levels was at 84%. They said, well, it appears that, you know, he needs oxygen and it should be at least 95. So he, he needs oxygen. My sister asked, do you have an oxygen tank in the uh, ambulance? They said, we do, and we could administer it to him. However, we still want to know what's the underlying issue. So we think it's better that we take him into hospital and, and evaluate the situation. I said, okay, please, though, don't take him to... Uh, Norfolk Park, because I've been hearing stories about Norfolk Park, which is in North London, Harrow, whoever may know where it is, that whoever goes in there coming out. They said it's not up to them, they'll make it, it's not their decision. However, they sat outside the house for a little while. I believe inside my dad was receiving oxygen, that I don't know. What I do know is they came back out and said, look, he's gonna to go to Royal Free. Whoever knows where Royal Free is, we know that's in Hampstead, that's in North London. So off he went to a Royal Free Hospital. Within an hour, they said, we'll contact you when we get in and we know what ward is in. Within an hour of them getting to the hospital and my dad being checked in, they called my sister and they've told my sister, this is where your dad is and you better come and say goodbye. What do you mean? Uh, well, you know, we don't think he's going to make it throughout the day. <laughs> now, I find that really, really weird. And so my sister said, look, I'm going to call him back and I'm going to try and get through and see what's going on. Called and called and called and called and called and she couldn't get through. At one of the times she was on hold for about 55 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever the case may be, but she couldn't get through. So we decided that what we're gonna do, we're gonna call back in the, in the middle of the night. And my sister being a, a, a ward sister, worked on in, in, in those hospitals, know what it's like. She said, maybe they're doing handover, because I'm getting anxious, she said, but maybe they're doing a handover, changing the nurse station, so they're so busy they can't answer the calls. And uh, they're under pressure, and we understand that. And um, you know, compliments to all our first responders. Anyway, uh, she called me about midnight, my time, which is 5 a.m. her time. I said, look, I fell, I fell asleep, but let's call them now. And I said, look, I'm in the bathroom, I'm getting ready to go to bed, but let me come out the bathroom, let me get myself together and I'll call you back in a few minutes. Got in the bed, 
called her on speakerphones, sitting up next to my wife, called her. Uh, I, I then patched, called Royal Free Hospital, put in the extension code and got through to the ward where my dad is on the 12th floor in Royal Free. We asked the nurse, how, how, how is dad? And she wanted to verify who we were. We had to go through all the um, confirmations that we are next of kin. We do have a right um, for his information to be shared with us. I'm the son, and this is my uh, sister, who is his daughter. So uh, we were told um, that um, let, let her get the vital signs, let her get his charts and check him out. She checked him out. She said, look, I can tell you 100% dad is in 100% good care and he is doing fantastic. She said, I am not the ward's sister in charge normally here, but I am tonight. I'm doing a bank shift, so I'm taking care of this ward tonight. And in fact, your dad, Clifford, is my patient. And I literally just saw him not too long ago. And um, all of his vitals seems to be okay. So my sister being a nurse said, well, can you read off the charts and run through everything with me? She said, what do you want to know? Well, uh, does he have a temperature? No, he doesn't. Okay, uh, what about his vitals? Well, his blood pressure is 128 over 80. Now, bearing in mind, he's 93 years old. My sister said, wow, that's excellent. Um, what about his oxygen level? His oxygen level is 97%. My sister said, wow, it was 84 when he was admitted. She said, yeah, I'm telling you, all of his vitals are good. So my sister said, well, does that mean he'll be able to come home today? She says, well, I don't see why not. Everything seems to be fine. The only thing is, um, he seemed a bit dozy. And I kept on saying, Clifford, Clifford, and he'd open up his eyes and look at me, and then he'd close back his eyes. Uh, my sister and I, we had concluded that, well, maybe he's tired because of the ambulance, the traveling and all of this. But because of all of, all of his vitals are good, as far as we're concerned, we're fine. And we couldn't comprehend why the doctor had called the evening before saying, come and say uh, goodbye. And only one of you can come. Anyway, that was 12.35 a.m. Eastern, 5.35 a.m. GMT, London time. By 9.30 a.m. Eastern, I think that's about 2.30 p.m. GMT, UK time, my sister called again and said, you're not going to believe this. I just got another call from the doctor who called the day before and he was saying, you need to come down to the office and say goodbye to dad. Now, bear in mind, we've just spoken to the nurse and they're saying all of these vitals are good. Everything's fine. We're discussing about him being discharged. So my sister says, hold the line because you need to tell this to my brother. I need to get my brother on the line. So she's called me. She's put the nurse on hold, called me. And whilst, before she's merged the call, she's told me what they've said. So she's connected the call and I said, can you explain to me what's going on? And she says, yeah, we're telling your sister that she needs to come down and, you know, uh, say goodbye because dad, we don't think he's gonna make it through today. Well, why is that? Well, we believe he's on his way out. Well, why is that? She said, because it is, it, it is so. We don't think he'll make it through today. So I said, well, I think that's really strange. Because I phoned there a few hours ago, his blood pressure was 128 over 80. He has no temperature. All his, his, his oxygen level is 97%. All of his vitals are good. So why are you saying he's not going to make it? That, 
She goes, you called here? I said, yeah. She says, oh, um, can I transfer you to the consultant? Who's that? That's the doctor in charge. Please go ahead and do so. So she placed us on hold, transferred us, and the doctor came on and said, who am I speaking to? How can I, no, how can I help you? And I said, look, I think you know how you can help me. We don't need to go through this rigmarole. What's going on with my dad? He says, well, we've made a phone call and we've asked your sister to come down. And my sister said, why is that? And the doctor said, well, we think he's in his last days. We think today he's not going to pass throughout today. And we're giving him um, care to make him comfortable. And she says, well, what do you mean? He said, well, we've been administering um, uh, morphine as of yesterday. My sister screamed out. And I've never heard my, heard my sister scream like this before. I mean, at the highest pitch you can think of, screaming, you're killing him, you're killing him, you're killing him. I touched the screen, I saw the two red uh, symbols, I pressed end on her number. I cut her out of the call because I wanted to hear what the doctor had to say. And I said, you're giving him morphine. Uh, yes, we are. Wasn't you aware of that? No, none of us was aware of that. Nobody knew. And as far as we were concerned, that is fine. He says, well, I said, hold the line. Before you say anything else, my sister has dropped off. In, in, all re in reality, I cut her off. I said, let me add her, add her back. I dialed her back. I said, sis, you okay? She said, yeah, I'm sorry for that outburst, but they're killing him, my brother. They're killing him. I know what they're doing. So I added her to the call. I said, so doctor, tell me something. Why are you administering morphine to him? He says, well, he is 93. I said, not being funny, his mother lived to 103. And I'm not saying that he was going to live to 103, but I know he was not going to die. He says, well, you know, we have run some tests on him and we can see that his kidneys is not 100%. His kidneys is, is not... And my sister says, yeah, we know. His kidneys has been at about 70% since 2016. We know this. Furthermore, if you're giving him morphine, there's no way his kidneys is going to be able to uh, receive that and, and filter it. No way. When you know his kidneys is not running at 100%. He said, that, and we did notice that he has a heart pacer. Yeah, he's had the heart pacer since 2016. But that's still not a reason for why you're giving him morphine. He, the doctor said, well... Um, his respiratory level has dropped. My sister then rebuttaled that and said, well, look, his res respiratory has dropped because you've given him morphine. What morphine has done has slowed down everything. The heartbeat will be beating slower. His respiratory will be slower. I said, no, I said, hold, hold on a minute, sis. I said, excuse me, sir. You still haven't justified why you're giving him morphine because this morning, his report, his vitals was 128 over 80. That's his, that's his blood pressure. His temperature, there was, there, he had no temperature. His, his, his uh, oxygen level was at 97%. All of his vital signs were good. So why was you administering um, morphine? And they mentioned another, but I can't remember, it begins with M, but they mentioned another uh, product they were giving him. But we were told he was only getting saline and the nurse, head nurse was saying he's fine. So he, he, the doctor said, well, when did you call? I said, we called this morning. Oh, OK, well, obviously there's been a breakdown in communication, but we think your sister needs to come in because dad's on his last days. We don't think he'll make it throughout today. 
I, I said, doctor, I, you still haven't justified to me why you're giving dad morphine. Why are you giving him morphine? Morphine is heroin. Why are you pumping him with this stuff? He, he said to me, well, research has said, and I said, hold on a minute. I don't want to hear about what research has said. What I want to know is why are you giving my dad morphine when all of his vital signs are good? The only thing you've given him so far that we was aware of was saline. He says, I said, what do you have to say for that? He says, well, the only thing I can say is I'm really sorry and your sister should come down now. So my question is, does these doctors have a 007 license? Two hours later, my dad was dead. Two hours later, they killed him. So they're 007. They believe he was 93. As soon as he was admitted, they saw, well, he has an issue. We don't, I, I, asked, I even asked the doctor, does he have COVID-19? The doctor says, well, we've, we've, we've run the tests and we're waiting for the results to come back. I said, but there's no implication that he has. He doesn't even have a temperature. So why are you pumping him with morphine? He says, well, I wouldn't use the word pump. My sister said, how much morphine has he received? He says, uh, he's received three doses at 3.75 milligrams in total. My sister said, Floyd, they're killing him. They're putting him to sleep. All of his systems is gonna shut down. Now, bear in mind, few hours ago, I had just spoken to him. Bear in mind, it's not even 24 hours. After that call, two hours later, my dad was dead. So my thing is now, please guys, if you can avoid the hospitals, because I see what they're doing, I witnessed it firsthand. Remember, he had no issues, no underlying ailment. And soon as he went in, an hour later, they tell, they tell him, my sister, come and say goodbye. They started from then and it made sense. And I said it to the doctor. Now I know why the nurse had turned around and said, all of these vital signs are good, but she can't understand why he was dozy like that. It's cause he was under the influence of morphine. Now, now that made me think, was the morphine on his charts? Because she read from his charts. And she said he should go home, but she wants the doctor, after he's done his rounds in the morning, to evaluate Mr. Clifford because she doesn't understand why he has been dozy. Okay, now we know why. My friends, my brothers, my sisters, kings, queens, people all over the world, be careful. Because I don't know what the plan is, but obviously there is a plan. Hey, this is what Papa Doug, y'all already know, my nigga. Shife on the beat, now y'all already motherfucker know what it is. Hey, flex, stop bullshit. Ah, shalom, 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 brothers. This is this is the voice that cries out in the wilderness, and I am back. So I don't know if you, I hope you paid attention to that. I hope you listened to that, and um, I'm not going to um, hold you too long on this, but I just really want you to think about what you just heard. I hope you. First of all, I hope you can understand them. Um, sometimes the British accent is a little bit much for me, um, but that was. Um, very sad and 
it's not uncommon that it's not only through this whole uh, crisis that they have they've been doing this since they brought us over into these or these countries and took us from the places that we used to be. Whether you even if you subscribe to the fact that we are natives of this land of these lands like America, um, which uh, I can I can see a little bit of that. But again, we are the uh, the children of Israel. So if we ended up being over here, it does fit with history or wherever we're at. Uh, just because we're the native of this land doesn't mean that we we only came from this land or the lands we came from. So that's a whole different topic. But however, since their dealings with us, they have always killed us. I have stories in my own family about how uh you know, family member went to the hospital back a long time ago, uh, back when it was really bad for us in this country, uh, and they never made it out. So this is nothing new. This is just more excuses for them to be able to murder us, to, mur- to murder other melanated people. But now they're doing it in the name of of science, in the name of of a pandemic, and using a lot of these. I call them bootlicking trustees, but these, <laughs> nothing new. They called them house Negroes back in the day. But these people that have been, uh, that have been paid for to come across in the front of the cameras to tell you that we are the, the face of this thing and we are being killed at a faster rate than anybody when this wasn't, I don't know how any disease is, can be labeled as a black or Republican or a democratic disease or or a plague or whatever the case may be it has no color bounds it's just it's going to kill okay but they've always done this even with Bill Gates his behind that's going over in Africa who's not a, a scientist who actually dropped out of uh, micro, dropped out of school before he started now nothing again people drop out of school People can be start businesses by dropping out of school. That's no thing. But not everybody's dropped out of school. Uh, that had that are businessmen are over in other countries, mainly Africa. Now in this country, um, claiming to know anything about vaccines to be able to p- put poison in you. The original doctors that the Most High Yah gave us did not deal with poisons or sorcery, pharmacia. They did not deal with that type of stuff. The first original physicians used herbs, prayed to the Most High. That's what all they did, used the herbs of the earth. That's why you see in certain cases right now, and I'll, actually I want to play a lot of the stuff um, instead of you hearing my voice, but like even Africa, they, they created a, a herbal drink, and they're passing it, distributing it, and it came started in Madagascar. This just happened. And they're distributing it all throughout the entire Africa because they want to use this instead of use. They want to use the remedies of the earth instead of using pharmacia. And they've actually been having great success with it. They only had 20 people or 60 people anyway that was affected with coronavirus in Madagascar. But now they're pushing it all over Africa. Great story, by the way. I can bring that up and play that for you another time. I don't want to bombard you with all that today. But however... Um, that was the original physicians 
And there's physicians out here that they then they call them alternative medicine. There's physicians out here that believe in healing the body naturally. That believe that way. There's the whole naturopathic doctors. There are people that do that to this day. But that's not what we're being faced with in mainstream uh, medicine. Whether it be cancer, whether it be diabetes, whether it be uh, the common cold, nothing is being uh, given to people with natural remedies. Now you want us to believe that a man who dropped out of Harvard, who actually spent two years in Harvard, and the first year, first year he was uh, going to law school, and second year he was he was uh, he was going into math and then computer science, and he dropped out before he started Microsoft. Now you want us to believe a man who has no background, no degree in viruses or virology or anything like that. Who never studied the human body, who doesn't have to take one cl- one course of anatomy, is going now. You want now you want us to believe him that he can save mankind with vaccines, or that he's pushing this t- this to happen. That's his that's his life mission. Well, he knows nothing about it. He's a college dropout. And if anybody that was a college dropout, you wouldn't you wouldn't even let anybody that was a college dropout uh, give you an injection. This phlebotomist. That are out there that have studied that have studied how to inject somebody, but no, we got this guy out in Africa injecting people with vaccines or giving people vaccines, which he has no idea what the side effects of them are. Out there sterilizing the people. Sorry, but that just irritates me. Look it up if you don't believe me. But he, he was a college dropout, just like his friend, just like the other the other uh, the other uh, globalist. Um, um, the guy started Facebook. Okay. Now, again, there's a lot of stuff people could do that have not went to college. But that, my friend, is not one of them. Quit being duped. So let us stop listening to this stuff. Let us keep, let's get back to some common sense. Now, it's not all of us, but it's going to be a, it's going to come there brothers and sisters wake up they're trying to force vaccine you they're trying to put pharmacia or sorcery inside your body forcefully mandatory by law okay so understand that and be able to go to the only one the only source that can save us from this we all need to know about this. We all need to know about this, and we all need to uh, um, teach, tell other everybody else. But stop with this whole uh, conspiracy theorist mess. They conspired against us, Israel. Then they got you saying this thing. Stop with this whole conspiracy theory mess. They came up with that in back in the day when the narrative they gave about John F. Kennedy being killed, when it didn't make sense. So when somebody was questioning it, then they came up with this conspiracy theorist thing. Now they got everybody and their mama saying the words. And you have no idea where it came from, what it means. And, we, and, and, and every time, all, the rea- all reality shows that conspiracy theorist theory is, no, is, is fact, not a theory. Because they keep proving this stuff to be true. But besides that, brothers and sisters, I want us to focus on 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. 
No trial has overtaken you except such as is such as is common to man. And Elohim is trustworthy, who shall not allow you to be tried beyond what you are able, but with a trial shall also make the way of escape, enabling you to bear it. So don't think this is something that you can't handle. The fact that we are alive for a time such as this speaks volumes. Okay? Research this stuff out. Find it. If you find something, brothers and sisters, if you find something, brothers and sisters, that you want me to report on, email me voice in the wilderness ya at gmail.com voice in the that's just the letter in the wilderness ya y-a-h at gmail.com send me something i'll, I'll put it on this this, this, this platform I'll, t- I'll, I'll report it tell me a story about what you've gone through in this situation there's gotta be something you're going through something that maybe the most high is that you've seen him heal you from just because we have underlying health conditions, a lot of us, is because of our, again, it's because of our health. We got to take care of ourselves. But don't make them t- let you be the statistics for this thing. So, also, I got to say, brothers and sisters, I love you all. Let's be diligent in keeping his commands. Let's not be, let's not give into a spirit of fear. Understand this giving into a spirit of fear will choke out the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is what saves. If you're fearful, he says, that's why he says so much, so many times throughout the scriptures, fear not, fear not, for the, fear not for Yah is with you. Even if they say it's mandatory, they said it was mandatory during the time of the three Hebrew men and Daniel, that they, we had to bow down before false Elohim. And if not, we'd be thrown in either the fiery furnace or fed to the lions. Be scared of the one who can kill the soul and as well as the body. Not these jokers who can just only kill the body. Alright? So with that being said, brothers and sisters, I'm going to let you go. I know, I know it's a... Uh, stuff like this, it becomes a little a little sad, a little, uh, you know... It does. It does. It's actually irritating to me the more I see it. But what's irritating to me is that I've seen people falling for a lot of this stuff. But anyway, I love you all. And as always, I'm going to leave you with the ironic blessing. May the Most High bless you all. And until next time, Shalom. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe saying, Speak to Aaron and his son saying, This is how you bless the children of Israel. Say to them, Yahuwah bless you and guard you. Yahuwah make his face shine upon you and show favor to you. Yahuwah lift up his face upon you and give you Shalom. Thus they shall put my name on the children of Israel and I myself shall bless them. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah.